Welcome to MI Live, a podcast from Macros Inc., where we talk about how to make your nutrition and fitness goals realistic, achievable, and sustainable. All right, let's get to the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of MI Live. Uh, this is where we talk about how to make your nutrition and fitness goals realistic, sustainable, and achievable. Um, I'm Jay White, and with me, as always, is Dr. Brad Dieter. Uh, if you guys have any questions while we're talking, uh, make sure to ask and ask away, and we'll get through them throughout the show. Boom. How are you today, Brad? Dude, it's Friday. Bye. Super pumped about that. I did just have a half a donut Ooh. from our, our friends. We'll talk about them later. Yeah. And... My goggles came, so I am super pumped about my steampunk goggles. All right, so we are steampunk ink today, and <laughs> see how that goes. I mean, they were twenty bucks. I had to. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's jump into our first topic. So our first topic today, we're going to talk about is branch chain amino acids or BCAAs. And if the hype is real, so if anybody remembers about 10 years ago, um, these were end all be all. If you didn't take BCAAs and have them in your gallon jug of water at the gym, you were a nobody and not worth a damn thing. Um, so it got that excessive. What? It got that excessive. I see. I, I think, I think it was. I think people, you know, like you walk into a GNC or a vitamin shop and it was just, well, bro, you need to, you need to take your, your, your branch chain. You're not taking BCAAs, bro. Gotta take them. So I think that it has come a long way, but I think there is still that mentality, and a lot of people have a uh, a <clears throat> a skewed view of their usefulness. Probably valid. Um, so let's start just with talking about them. In the fact, what are BCAAs? BCAAs are three of the essential amino acids. Um, they're called branch chain because they have slightly different structures than the rest of them. So they just have an additional branched chain on them. Which oh, I thought it was because they were made of metal. Chain. Get it? Oh, see, I'm such a, like a chemistry and <laughs> biology nerd at heart that I did not. Yeah, I get it. That was a bad joke. No, I'm a weirdo. So, um, yeah, so that's what a BCAA is. So can we, are they, are they essential amino acids or are they? They are they are essential, which means we have to get them in our diet. Now we can sort of manufacture, I think one of them in very small quantities, but it's essential in the fact that you have to consume them to get enough of them. Okay. And what are the, what are the, specifically, what are the three uh, branch chain amino acids? Uh, leucine, uh-huh. isoleucine, okay, and valine, and valine, okay. And where else can we get these besides a supplement? In our regular diet, okay. Um, they're more abundant in animal meats, okay. um, in animal products <clears throat> than they are in plants. Okay. So, so just so you know. So with BCAAs, what is like? Like, I mean, I always <clears throat> heard, I'll just, the rumors that I, I mean, I, I know most, I know they're not true anymore, but the rumors that I heard were, let's see, it was BCAAs will stimulate muscle protein synthesis or muscle growth. That is true. Okay. They will keep you in muscle protein synthesis all day if you drink them evenly throughout a day. That is sort of true. Okay. They will give you bigger muscles. 
That is not true. Okay. What's that? Unfortunately. So is it is it more effective than taking like if I take are there calories in BCAAs? There are. There are about four grams per calorie. Okay, so four calories per gram. Did I say four grams per calorie or four calories per gram? You said four grams per calorie. Then that would be incorrect. It would okay. be four, four calories per gram. Okay. Oh my you, god! You did it yesterday too, man. You need Friday to come soon. I need to wear my goggles. Yeah, the, the light's getting to you. So, what is is there a benefit to consuming BCAAs over uh, a protein shake? No, and in fact, a protein shake that has all of the essential amino acids is probably more effective than just BCAAs themselves. What about like sipping on a protein shake slowly all day versus sipping on BCAAs all day? They're probably pretty similar, but the way's probably a little more effective. Slightly. Okay. A little bit. Is it cheaper for the supplement companies to manufacture BCAAs versus whey? No, I think it's more expensive. Really? That one, that yeah. one is shocking to me, actually. Because, I mean, if you think about it, how are you, you either have to manufacture BCAAs from right. scratch, which requires organic chemistry, which is going right. to be more expensive. Or you have to take a protein source and you have to extract those amino acids. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm just so, trying. Why would they even sell them then? Um, yeah. Need more product. Well, they're more expensive than whey most of the time. So I guess they are way more expensive than whey. They're way way more expensive. Get so, it? in in what circumstance would you say? So, um, are BCAAs? Which would you say is better? So we said whey protein over BCAAs, and would you say? Uh, food, like, like assuming like uh, animal protein, um, like chicken or just a meal with appropriate amounts of protein or branched chain amino acids, which one would you prefer? Um, I would say a like whey protein shake is probably the most anabolic. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say. But would you say food over BCAAs or BCAAs over food? I would probably say food over BCAAs, to be honest with you. So your hierarchy of protein would be shake, whey, whey protein shake, food, BCAAs. Yes. Is there anything you'd put over BCAAs? An essential amino acid supplement. An essential. That's kind of, that's kind of a mix between a BCAA and a whey protein, where it's it's got BCAAs, but it has a few other amino acids in it, too. Hmm. Would you put that over – would you put it in – an essential amino acid over a shake over a meal. No, but you put whey protein over a meal. Yes. Okay. No, that doesn't mean I'm right, but that is how I would do it. Yeah, well, that's that's why it's our show because we can say whatever we want. I do what I want. Yeah, exactly. So, is there any circumstance in which somebody should be taking BCAAs? Yeah, is there any circumstance outside of somebody, you know, and I and I know you always say, you know, if you're not hitting your protein, but we will, I will remove that from your lexicon and we will just say, if you're not hitting your protein, you should be taking a whey shake or a another, uh, would, well, before we even get there, this question just popped in. Would you say branch chain amino acids or if you're a vegetarian or vegan, BCAAs or a plant-based protein? Probably a plant-based protein because generally they've been manufactured to have all the essential amino acids. Okay. Generally, okay. So, so now that we've we've we have that in the mix, is there any circumstance outside of somebody who's not hitting the daily protein, which we would just say take a shake 
to do that. Is there any circumstance where you say, yeah, you should probably be supplementing with BCAAs? Um, maybe if you have some weird genetic thing um, that you have issues with branch chain amino acid metabolism, um, but that would be very, very strange and you'd be under supervision of a doctor. And you would, already, um, you would know that. Yeah. Another one would be like, if you would like to get some calories during your training in the day mm-hmm. and you like a whey protein shake is too hard on your stomach to drink while training, you can use a BCAA and it's a pretty good replacement. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. What, um, so in other words, don't waste your money on BCAAs is what you're kind of getting at. Um, yes. Unless you enjoy them. Unless you enjoy them. They do, most of them make your flavored water pretty good. Yeah. I used to drink them when I played hockey. Um, it, I, I preferred that over, like I was, I was, I took it as training. So I would have, obviously I had two, I was a goalie. So I had two water bottles, one that had, um, uh, a Gatorade with full sugar in it. And then another one that had, uh, I, I originally actually started out with t- putting a, a whey protein shake, but I hated the, like the milky flavor, the dairyish flavor while I was doing, uh, a sport. So then I switched to BCAAs during that and I felt it was good. How much did you sweat while you were goalieing? Um, a lot. It was my, my, my goalie bag and my car were, were, were really, really gross smelling. I actually had, it, it was so bad to the point where I would take my goalie pads and I mean, I was playing six, six days a week. I mean, as an adult, six days a week on, on like amateur teams and trying to make it into pro, uh, like minor league teams and trying was out. This, was this like a uh, happy Gilmore? No, I was actually, <laughs> I, I was, I was actually trying in like competitive. And got, Is that goal regulation size or what? The, uh, <clears throat> but like it got to, the, I had like a, I, a couple UV bags. I would spray out. I would, I would alternate my, uh, my, like my, my leg pads, they say, but I alternate like my chest protector and stuff. So I could like have them professionally clean. Cause they smelled so fucking, so, so awful. Do they call it goalieing or playing goalie? Playing goalie. I didn't know. Or your goalkeeper. So it's not called goalieing. Goalieing. No. Net, uh, net minding would be. What was it? Net minding. You're a net minder. That's that's the best. Yeah, you're a net the best. Yeah. Do we have no live comments. No, none. Nobody likes us. Nobody wants to hear from us. So we'll just keep. Well, I guess I'm gonna go take my goggles and get out of here. So if anybody who's watching the replay has questions, like, wow, that was really insightful. Where can I go to get some uh, actual to talk to somebody about that to help me get my things on track? Where could they go for that? Rumor has it. You can sign up for coaching with MacroZinc oh. by going to macrozinc.net. And if you would like the speedy way to get there, go to macrozinc.net slash services. This is really going to blow your mind. Turns out you do not need www in front of macrozinc.net to get there. I'm going to tell you that that is not going to blow my mind whatsoever. Um, but yeah, I. Isn't that I, crazy? You don't need a www. I remember when that when I learned that, and it did blow my mind. But I was also like, you know, 19. can I ask you a very ignorant question? Of course. Why do you not need the WWW versus why did you used to need the WWW? Um, because you have different tra- different tra- you could have like FTP dot dot net dot net. Um, there are other ones too. I just don't. You could have. Um, oh, I can't so remember. are we just like completely agnostic or what? 
Yeah, so it was there was you could have different protocols. So WWW is obviously World Wide Web, so you could go to uh, that was the outgoing website. You could also have like FTP for file transfer protocol and things like that. I can't remember all the other ones anymore. HTTPS colon double yeah. slash. Yeah, that's craziness. Yeah. So <clears throat> let's uh, guys, if you have any questions, please, please, please ask them. But real quick for everybody watching for our for our watchers on all three on YouTube, Facebook, our Facebook page and our Facebook group. I got a question for everybody since we just talked about BCAAs. What is your most favorite supplement that you take? What do you think? What do you think is the most useful supplement you take? Not your favorite. What do you think is the most useful one? And we're not going to go protein powder. Uh, we'll go you, anything besides a protein powder you think is the most useful one. Let's see what what everybody says. Like their favorite supplement they take that they get the most out of. Uh, please do not include anything illegal. Um, but outside of that, what's your are favorite? we are we giving a shirt away? I don't have the email address set up. So what I will do is the person who puts. I'm going to write down the best supplement that I that I. Oh, I don't even know. Brad, do you have? Favorite supplement. My favorite supplement? Okay. And it cannot be illegal, Jay. Oh, damn. I should I should give away a pair of these goggles. You should. I will put that I wrote my favorite supplement right here. My my favorite supplement. It doesn't have to be performance. It can be any anything you could buy. I wrote it down. And at the end of this next next segment, we will uh go over and Rachel commented again. Rachel, I got your email, I just have not gotten to it. Um, I will get you your free shirt from yesterday. Um, we'll give a free shirt to whoever gets this at the end of the next segment. Whoever gets my favorite supplement. We, hint, we've talked about it in the past. Um, so now let's jump into our next segment, Brad. And that is going to be simple exercise progression. I'm saving the nootropics for last. Simple, simple exercise progression. Yeah. So, you know, we have, people always, you know, I think one of the biggest things when I lived and wasn't making progress is I didn't know what that actually meant besides looking in a mirror or looking in a mirror. I didn't know how to actually measure or, or guide my own progress. And if you had to tell one person, you were given advice, your elevator pitch on someone on the simplest way for them to make progression in their lifts, what would that be? Um, it would really depend on the individual, but I would say pick one metric and start trying to make progressively better gains in that area, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like um, if I'm trying to get stronger, I might set like weekly increments of two and a half pound weight increments, right? Um, if I'm trying to get bigger, I might say, hey, let's try to increase your overall training volume by 200 pounds for each session this week, right? That mm-hmm. may be a couple extra reps or adding a little bit of weight. Um, if you're trying to improve your cardiovascular endurance, it, it would be like, Hey, let's try to whittle your, uh, you know, your five mile time down by 15 seconds per week for the next eight weeks. Like just having very set metrics around your specific outcome that you can break into bite-sized chunks and then kind of plan accordingly. Yeah. And, and I, I agree with that. I, I would go with the, the, I, I'll assume that, you know, we're lifting weights and, you know, we're just talking about an average person. And I would say just make sure that every time that over time, over a one month period, the weight that you lifted on day one is more than the total amount of weight you lift on day one is, is I'm sorry, on the end of the month, 
the total weight you've lifted is more than day one of the month and, and do that for ev- for everything you're lifting. And that, and it doesn't have to be like, Oh, I bench pressed 225 And on day 30, I was bench pressing 240. Uh, it could still be, you might even go down on the amount of weight you're doing per rep, but you're, op- you're doing more sets or more reps of less weight and your volume's going up. Um, and I, I, I know a lot of times I have like when, when I, when I tried to break up to, when I was, uh, my goal was to be able to bench th- 315 for three sets of five. And, and this was last, last year. And, and that's all I focused on. And I couldn't get to 310. I just could not break it. And I, so finally I just went down to 225 and I think I was doing 10 sets of, of eight, uh, in a workout. And that's I, a lot. It, it, it was a crap ton. And I was, I had to take like 10 minutes in between my sets and I was doing it three times a week. And, uh, and finally, so you were bench pressing for a hundred minutes at a time. Mm-hmm. That was, I'd go to the gym and just do that. Yeah. And then I'd come home, I'd come home and I'd finish. And then in the evening I would do more of a workout at home. But that was and the only reason I was doing something so extreme because my goal was to get to 315. And, and, and I didn't mean like three, I wanted to do 315 easily on my own. And I thought, yeah. And I finally, I finally back, actually, I think it was in Spokane club and Tim Arndt saw me doing 225 for like, like an hour and a half. And he looked at me and he was like, what the hell's wrong with you? Why are you doing that? I mean, I was getting sore. It was starting to hurt. It was taking a toll on me, but I had my goal. And finally I, I was at 225 and then I put up to, I, I ramped up over like one week, over uh, two weeks, I ramped up back to 315 and I was able to move 315 for, for two or three reps with, with pretty good ease at that point. Cause I had backed off, let myself heal from the amount of weight I was lifting, just increasing the volume. Um, and then after I hit 315, I think I did it two days. I think I did two separate workouts where I was able to hit 315 and I never went over 225 again. Oh. So, I'm um, glad you just completely ignored me. Ben I, I saw you. I just <laughs> it's, it's not appropriate. So I think that the biggest thing people overcomplicate it, right? They think, Oh, I have to add weight. Are you going to, if, if somebody who's been lifting for over a year, is it realistic to be adding weight to the bar every single session? No, no. How about in their first three months? Um, yes, maybe. I mean, I think you should be adding every, at least every other session probably. Yeah. I mean, it all depends on kind of how your program set up, but I agree. But is that a safe guideline? Like, like, Hey, I was adding, I was adding weight every single time I lifted for, for four months. And now I've been lifting for, for the first four months, I've been lifting for a year and a half and it feel like I feel like I'm only adding on my bench press five pounds every month. Yeah, I mean that's pretty normal. At some point. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it slows down. That's sixty pounds in a year. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot, right? So we need to remember that sometime we're going to to slow down. And I think that as long as you are adding overall volume, and that's reps times weight times sets, and as long as that's increasing eventually over a specified period of time, you're going to make progress. And I think that some people need to remember. So let's get over to comments on this. We have not vitamin D. My favorite supplement is not caffeine. It's a close one, though. My favorite are not essential amino acids, not creatine. Liz got it. I'm surprised you didn't say high doses of beta alanine because I feel like you would love itchy face. I hate beta alanine. I thought you would love itchy face. I, I have tried to load beta alanine like six different occasions and and I, I just can't do it. I've tried capsules. I've tried everything. I just I have a solution for you. What's that? I have 
topical. I knew that's where you're going. I'll give you some. We are getting a new horse, so we need some of that actually. Oh yeah, I'll uh, I'll send you a bottle. Yeah, we have a we have a 33 year old horse, and we have a 32 32 year old horse. That's that's as old as I am. Yeah, he's the same age as Lisa. Like they're, they're the exact same age. What's his name? Uh, Hal. Hal. Yeah. So like I'm, from uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey. Uh, no, Hal is in Halligan Bar, a tool used by firemen because Lisa used to be in a fire department. Oh, I think you should rename him after 2001: A Space Odyssey. Well, I was a fireman. Lisa was, so we will keep him as Halligan. Yeah, but sci-fi is much cooler. I don't think you can change a 32 year old horse's name. I think no. Not. Keep his name the same, but just have the have it mean something else. Have the name plaque different. Yeah. So yeah, so we have, but yeah, I will definitely need some of that topical beta Alan. We want to try it. Um. So so Liz, uh, send me an email jay at macrosinc.net, jay at macrosinc.net, and I will get you out that free shirt. For anybody else watching, we're going to be having giveaways starting. Uh, every show, um, and we're going to have a little system coming up in the next couple couple shows where you register ahead of time. We call your name during the show, and if you're watching, five minutes, if you come in, let us know you're here, you win the prize. Uh, if you're not here, then your name goes back into the drawing pool where you can be drawn again. At some point, we're giving away a pair of these bad boys. We're going to be giving away coaching, shirts, hoodies, uh, self uh, shirtless selfies of Brad. Um, I will send you a pair of my old socks. Whatever you guys want, we'll we'll include in there. Oh, that's we have to include some horrible, horrible prizes too. I think we should just tell people that there's always a prize, but not tell them what it is, and it'll just show up. And then people will have to put pictures of what they got in the Facebook group. Yes, that'd be awesome. How too. awesome would that be? No, we'll just have a grab bag. We'll have a mystery. We'll have like mystery <laughs> ones. Okay. I bet there's like an online service where we could just have random things sent. Yeah. That are just like, and we don't even know. Yeah, I bet you there is. <laughs> if there's not, we should start that. Uh, for somebody from our Facebook group said, I've been doing Les, Mill, Les Mills body pump, lots of reps, increased squat weight to 20 pounds, and now my knees are killing me. Will I still make progress if I dial the weight back down to save my knees? Uh, yes. So I think one of the things that people need to realize is, there's a lot of times knee problems pop up for a couple of reasons. One is like just improper movement patterns and mechanics. Um, another one is inappropriate loading. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are probably the big two, right? And so the improper mechanics, um, if you do one rep, or you do a thousand reps, if you have improper mechanics, which one is probably going to cause more problems than the other? Right. Right. The thousand. So if you're doing, I didn't know you were asking me. I thought you were making a point. Sorry. If you're doing a ton of volume, that improper pattern will kind of cause for lack of a better word, like wear and tear and your Mm -hmm. knees will start hurting you. Right. Um, So if you want to get your legs stronger without doing huge amounts of volume, you could reduce the total like rep cycle but get the same amount of loading by adding more weight and reducing the total volume. Um, and then the other one is improper loading, right? So if your knees are used to a certain amount of load and then you have that times 10 put on right away, your body's not going to be used to it. So you, you need to gradually ramp up that load. Mm-hmm. I agree. Did you know I did my master's thesis on muscle activation patterns? I did not. And uh, knee pain. I did know the knee pain thing. I did not remember the muscle activation patterns. Yeah, you can go find the paper. Was- why Why is it 
that every once in a blue moon, I get a sharp stabbing pain underneath the front of my patella. Um, it only hurts when I go up and down stairs. And it's random. It'll be there for two days, and then it really bad. All of a sudden, it doesn't gradually build up. It's sharp stabbing, and then the next day, it'll be dull, and then the next day, it's gone. And it happens randomly. I don't know. It's a yeah, I'm broken, Brad. You probably just need to be amputated at the hip. Okay. Can you send your leg to me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Another person in one of those lamps. Oh my God. Another person in our Facebook group said, I had hernia surgery in February and I'm a little worried about getting back into lifting. Is it okay to start and continue with lighter weights and more sets? Will I still progress? Yes, 100%. As long as you have clearance from your physician. Yeah. Yeah, as long as you have medical clearance, go for it. Perfect. Do it, do it. So, Brad, with all these supplement, with all the supplement talk that we had, and all of this, if I say I don't want BCAs, I just want high-quality protein meals, uh, where would you say people could go to get enough a meal, which is the top of the food chain outside of a, a supplement shake? Where can people mm. get lots of protein? I would probably go to motherofmacros.com. Mm-hmm. And I'd use the code MACROS10, all caps, at checkout to save 10%. So... Uh, we got our first shipment in this week. Um, we had 12 meals delivered. Uh, so far, they've all been pretty fabulous. All you have to do is take them out of the fridge or the freezer and pop them in the microwave for like two and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. And you have all of your food taken care of. It's like super high quality ingredients. Most meals are between 300 and 400 calories. Um, pretty macro friendly. So they're never like super high fat or super high carbohydrate. Um, so they're usually pretty, pretty decent protein, um, somewhere between, you know, 20 and 35 grams, uh, fats are usually in the like mid teens, um, and the carbohydrates are anywhere from like 30 to 50. So they're pretty solid breakdown meals and they're also very tasty. And right now they even come with these very delicious donuts. This is the classic Homer donut. How is it? It was bomb diggity. After this, if you look at my Facebook live, um, you can see. I ranked it. In, I ranked the donut a nine point five. It's pretty solid. Okay. Wait, what'd you rank it at? A nine point five. Wow, that's pretty. It's pretty good. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So I think we're ready for our very last topic today, and that, my friend, is hold on. Where's that button, Brad? I'm missing my button. Get your button. There we go. That is nootropics. Nootropics. So for anybody who does not know, what is a classification of nootropics? What is that? Would you like the definition? Um, Yeah, sure. It is a term for a supplement that is is ingested primarily for its effects on the brain. Many supplements that are touted to increase cognition, focus, alertness, or well-being are grouped under this vague blanket statement. That definition is courtesy of our friends at Examine. Dot com. Okay. So is so. Let's go over. Uh, do you first? What are what are your views on over the counter supplements that are nootropics? Um. How how much time we got here? <laughs> so I have. What's the best way to put this as PC as possible? I think it is a term that a bunch of software engineers who assumed they were biologists and physiologists um, coined for stuff that mostly doesn't work. Um, 
it was a very big Silicon Valley thing. Um, a lot of people who thought they were very smart people thought that you could take some of these supplements and it would boost their brain function. Now, um, fortunately or unfortunately, biology and medicine is a very weird, complex uh, web of craziness. Um, and what you read sometimes from like very basic animal studies never really works in humans. So um, nootropics are one of those ones that most of the data is in uh, animal models, uh, just is like a broad class. And then the other part is it's very, very difficult to provide quantitative measures of things like brain function, mood, um, alertness, all that sort of stuff. So just the like way to measure the outcomes is also pretty mm-hmm. sketchy. Yeah. Right. So I'm, I have a list of nootropics from, I, I'm not even going to tell you where I got this list from. It's from a really, no, it's from a really famous, famous, famous blogger, um, an author. Um, he, oh, God. He's also, oh, he's a coffee, I I, he's a coffee maker. I bet I don't know who it is. Is, is, it, is it your boy, Davy Dave? Yeah. So that, now some of them I get, some of them I can't believe they're on his website. Some of them I'm not going to read because they're clearly commercial endorsement products. Um, but so first, um, I can never pronounce it right. Um, um, phenyl, daphnil, Modafinil. Modafinil. Thank you, Modafinil. I always want to call it Modinafil. Modafinil. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. I just always pronounce it Modafinil. Yeah, we'll go with that. Modafinil. So Modafinil was replaced amphetamines as the U.S. Air Force go drug for for, for fighter pilots because it, is yeah. not, it doesn't have that addictive quality like amphetamines did. Um, yeah. and, and, and it's supposed to provide a 12 hour, a 12 hour alertness factor. So <laughs> there's evidence that it actually does that and does it actually improve cognitive function or just make you more awake? So modafinil is one that actually does have a substantial amount of research behind it. Okay. Um, we do know that it can do a few things is it can reduce fatigue. It has minor benefits in cognition. Um, it has improvements in reaction time and working memory. Now, a lot of the benefits are seen in people who are like already fatigued or sleep deprived. Um, that's where most of the benefits are seen. Now, kind of at baseline, it does have a little bit of like cognitive boosting effect. But modafinil is pretty, pretty aggressive and it is a prescription drug. Mm-hmm. Like you can get it as a street drug, but it is very much a prescription. Yeah, I have I have taken it before um, and I will tell you that it does make you – I have taken it on like half an hour of sleep before you take it and you're, you feel like you slept eight hours afterwards. Um, when it, when it wears off when the half-life hits, you do feel like you've been up for that amount of time. Um, but I do say it works. I know I can't, I don't know if it improved any, like, like you said it, anytime I took it, it was always already tired. Um, so yeah. I don't know if it had any cognitive benefits when I wasn't. Um, but I did definitely didn't feel, any super intelligence, but I was already pretty tired. I just felt really normal. So you weren't Bradley Cooper from Limitless? No, but that's what I want. So that makes me sad. Your hair's on the way. Yeah, my hair is getting there. That's the uh, the inspiration. It's, today's looking good. I started putting coconut oil in my hair, Brad. Really? Yeah, Lisa started doing it. She did it yesterday, and I it, it feels – I was putting some, like, hair curl detingler in it, but it made it really hard and crunchy um, and it itched. That's why I kept touching my hair because it kept itching. Um, like I didn't like how that hard feels, but this is 
Just get some moose. My life. Um, I tried that too, and I just I'm not able to work things like moose or jump. But again, that makes it hard and crunchy. I think. Uh, I don't think moose makes it hard and crunchy. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a hair product guy. You don't put an actual moose in it. You put a hair product called moose in it. Oh, I was just putting moose urine in my hair. <laughs> That's pretty gross. So Dave Osprey, oops, I saw his name. Sorry. Uh, his his number two recommendation for for a uh, nootropic is nicotine. Yeah, nicotine also works. Yeah, uh, again, pretty substantial side effects. Um, a Addiction. pretty a pretty aggressive uh, drug profile, um, and does have a prescription requirement. Well, I guess you can get over the counter. Yeah, you can get over the counter. You can just buy Nicorette or uh, patches. Yeah, but I think like if you're taking like as a pill form, don't you, or can you just get like? I don't. I, I'm. I, I know you can buy powdered form, but I don't know if that's like just being sold illegally and nobody gives a crap because it's nicotine. Um, yeah. yeah, I know you can't walk into GNC and buy nicotine. That's what's really interesting is nicotine is very much the drug of choice in the military. Like yeah. most people go over there, you use nicotine as like a stimulant mm-hmm. um, and also to like calm nerves and anxiety and like increase focus. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can, I can definitely see that. Uh, I mean, I, I, I've chewed, I, I use smoke and I, I chewed Nicorette just ran like I, I if anybody's ever hung out with firemen like 80 percent of firemen smoke or busy firemen smoke at least and they uh they there's always guys like hey you got a piece of gum yeah they give you gum and then you're like why does this burn they're like oh it's nicorette you didn't know i'm just i chew this all time like and then you're you're wired like it's it's intense and if you've never chewed nicotine gum it is you have to like chew it really really slow and then it burns your whole mouth and then you have to stop chewing i've never had an ounce of nicotine in my life you have. You just don't know. I'm just going to start putting nicotine drops in your drink. <laughs> Could you imagine me on something that, like, amps me up? No, I could not imagine you amped up more than, like, a Red Bull. No. You should see when I get really just a little... Were you going to say loaded? <laughs> no, just, like, high strung more than normal. Uh, no, thanks. Um, so the next one is uh, Adderall or amphetamine. Um... Adderall, what is what is the chemical structure of Adderall? Is it just amphetamine? Pure amphetamine. Yeah, I mean it it works, but it's also like a very uh, addictive. It has a lot of side effects. Um, that's kind of like the ones that really do work have like a medical grade prescription with them, and they do have some pretty substantial side effects. Right. Yeah. I mean, it does, it's been, pro- I mean, anybody who's ever taken Adderall who, I mean, I've taken it before. It's how I got through paramedic school when I was 18 and the, uh, the it's you, you're focused, you, you want to work. Um, you can remember things. Um, but the downside is you feel like crap when you come off of it and you want more and more and more and you feel like you have go through a draw and you feel like shit afterwards. Uh, and you need a prescription. It's a heavily reg- regulated medication. Weird. Yeah, we'll go figure. But it, and it was also Hitler's favorite. So, you know, huh. did you not know that? Mm, well, I knew that basically for most of the first part of World War II into the later part is they were they were giving out mm-hmm. hundreds of millions of amphetamine pills to soldiers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they think that's part of why, like, the German army towards the tail end of World War II started to like fall apart, is they basically just had 
strung out soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. I, I've, I've read that too. And that's part of the, they said that one, there's rumors they had syphilis too, but the, uh, the other thing that I've read about uh, significantly about him is that he was such a drug addict and his, he was such a drug addict. They just went delusional. Oh, and you should, there's a really good episode of, uh, stuff you should know on this. Okay. Um, and they talk all about like Hitler's like drug regimen and his doctors yeah. and like all the crazy stuff that he did. Huh. I will watch that. Cause he's done a lot of crazy, a lot like his, his medical care. Like, yeah. It's, uh, it's a podcast. You should listen to it. Have you ever watched Hitler and the occult? It goes into that too. It's really a really good oh, show. It's a whole series. You're a series. So, so with all this, if there are there any over the counter nootropics that actually show any any benefit or any supplements that show any benefit for improving cognitive function besides besides what we've mentioned? Um, there are. So the the racetam class, which is like paracetam and a couple other ones, um, okay. those are kind of over the counter ones. And they do show a very small, like, cognitive boosting effect. Um, they do also appear to have some side effects. Okay. Um, Alpha GPC um, is another one that has, you know, some benefit in, um, like, cognitive decline as you age. Um, there may be some benefit to, like, physical performance from that. But the, the data is pretty sketchy. Um, I taken that one once and it gave me the worst headache and I never took it again. <laughs> like I, ugh, it was terrible. I took like one dose of it and that was it. Interesting. Yeah. It well, was like somebody sent it to me like, oh, it's a sample. It's a new nootropic. And I was like, ah, sure, I'll try it. And then I was like, nope, I'm not doing that again. Huh. Well, that's interesting. Well, I appreciate that conversation. That was something I wanted to have for a while. We, I figured that would be Something that people searching would maybe not the live viewers who want nutrition stuff, but I figured that would be something people might lean. Do you remember speaking of that the uh, the Shark Tank one where these guys came in and they had like the sugar cubes and Mark Cuban destroyed them? Yeah, he's like, dude, this is like powdered caffeine in a sugar cube. Like, this is what is this? Yeah, Mark Cuban is real real tough on the supplement companies. I give him a lot of credit. uh, I remember watching it and the guy they asked. They asked him like a bunch of questions, mm-hmm. and this guy was like quoting studies, and I was like, "This guy has no idea what he's talking about." Yeah, they were, like, they were computer scientists from Silicon Valley, right? Exactly. Yeah. It was just like, "Oh my god, this is so uncomfortable." Yeah, and and Mark Cuban just kind of like laid into him. I, I gained a lot of respect for him when I saw that one. Like, I was yelling at my TV while I was watching that one. You no. So all right, Jay, all right. Question for you. Okay. If people wanted to have somebody who could help them navigate the supplement world and tell them what things work and what things don't without having to spend hundreds of hours in pretty much all of their 20s reading this kind of stuff, where could they go? I'm going to give them two resources. Okay. The first one they go to is NutriWiki.org. And wow. that is, yeah, and that's a curated by, by, by you. You curate that right there, that guy. Uh, it is a – yeah, that guy. And it is a uh, nutritional database that, that Macros Inc. has put together um, with the most common questions. We go over supplements, um, exercise progression, a bunch of different things, NutriWiki.org. It's free. Um, it has a lot of data in there. We add stuff all the time. And then if you're looking for, you're like, wow, this, this is great, but I, I really don't know how to sift through this or even apply this. Or I want some. I don't even want to read. I just want somebody to do it for me. You can go on to macrosinc.net or macrosinc.net slash services. 
And you can sign up for our two-week free coaching trial, and that will have, pair you up with a coach. You'll have a, a, a you'll have a video consult with them. You can ask them questions. They'll ask you questions about your life. Set you up with a nutrition program, um, and they can and they make supplement recommendations if they think you need any or any would you would benefit from any. Um, but outside of that, there that's the well, not outside of that. I don't even know where that word came from. That is the best thing that I can think of for somebody to go to. Um, our free Facebook group macrosinc.net slash macrosinc.net slash free group. Um, and you can get right into our Facebook group as well if you're not already in there. So there's a lot of free resources and then the the coaching one, which has a two-week free trial. So there's another free resource. Here's a question for you. I hopefully have an answer. Do we have any exciting things coming up about NutraWiki that people should maybe keep an eye out for in a couple months? Somebody told me that there is a NutraWiki course coming out. There may or may not be. We might might be working on that. Yeah, there might be. There might be two levels of a course coming out. That's also true. Ooh, an advanced course and a basic course. Um, So everybody's advanced in my eyes. Yeah, yeah. So if they so if they go on to NutraWiki.org, there is a sign up link in there to be notified of. We have a free a free little email course that goes on right now to introduce you how to use NutraWiki. And then you can sign up and you'll be notified of when we actually release the course. There'll be a certification at the end of it, um, at the end of the advanced one for sure. The basic, I'm not sure. Um, but you can sign up there and then it's a two-stage course. Take the first one. You can just jump into the second one if you feel you're ready for it. Um, and that'll be coming later on this year. Bada bing, bada boom, bada bang. Yeah, you've done a lot of work. I, I even uh, used that phrase in a web page the other day that we're building. Did bada you know that? No. Yep, I will. Uh, where is it? I'm going to find it because it's very funny. Uh, I'll send it to you. Okay. <laughs> Which reminds me, I need to edit the website today. Don't okay. forget to do that. Okay, Brad, edit the website today. Don't forget to do that. You know what's funny is I, my wife and I do that to each other all the time. <laughs> She's like, don't let me forget this. And then I will just repeat it and be like, see, I did my duty. Yeah. I, if I don't remember later, I remember now. Um, that's all I know. So, well, I think that's it. I think that uh, we are we are ending. There's not a lot of people here on Friday. So if anybody has any questions, make a post in the group. Tag Brad Morgan and he will get right to them. But we are uh, – I think we're out of here. It's a Friday. It's in Chicago. It's, it's, it's nice out. It's kind of humid, but it's still better than uh, – than rain or than snow. That's true. Um, I, I will take a, a nice warm overcast day over a clear, crappy cold day any day. Facts. Facts. Nah, 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 Do you know what song, All right. you know what song that is? Keep going. No, you facts. It's, it's a song by Eminem. Nah, 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 nah. I don't think I've heard that one. You've heard it. It's, he put it on his greatest hits album and then said, why did I put that song on my greatest hits album? He made a song about why he shouldn't have put that on his greatest hits album. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and then he made fun of himself. And that's when I gain respect for any human being is when they can actually make fun of themselves. Yeah. Like maybe this is the end. The only reason that I actually like that movie is because it's celebrities making fun of themselves. <laughs> that's awesome. So, all right. Well, well, um, Monday, same macro time. Oh, and we're going to have Mike with us. Same macro place. Oh, that's correct. We're talking about injury prevention, rehab. We have Mike's, um, what the hell is Mike's last name? Stair. 
Stare, thank, all I could think of was strange, and I knew that wasn't it. Mike Stare with us. Uh, Mike is a physical therapist. Extraordinary. Um, extraordinary, like like this guy is like like not a, he's the physical therapist. Um, we're actually working on a project together, uh, a rather. He's the people's champ. Yeah, we're working on a really big project together. Uh, we'll talk about it on Monday. But Mike will be here. We'll be talking about injury prevention, rehab, um, some of the most common things you can do to make sure you're safe and some of the most common things you can do when you are injured. How do we how do we taper back and, and get onto that? So Mike will be here with us. It'll be a great show. And then I'm working on guest lists. And I think that uh, over the weekend, I will have a list of shows for like the next month out and we can post those so people can pick and choose what shows they'd like to come to. I might even, I'm trying to figure out what to do for a backdrop now um, because it's summer. Kids are not staying in the room to do schoolwork anymore, and I have to figure something out. Um, should we also direct people to go to YouTube, subscribe, press the belly thing that's going to be like right, nope, right there. That's the belly thing. Well, press it. They can't press it unless they're on YouTube. Well, that's what I'm saying. They oh. need to go to YouTube, and then they need to press the belly thing. It'll be right right there. Right in that area. I so that, that way you're notified every time a new video goes live, which will probably be every like day my, at like one. Do you like my comment? What does it say? YouTube. I don't know exactly. I don't have it up. Um, I can tell you. YouTube.com. It's not like a slash channel slash macros. Inc. Yeah, why not, you big? I can't figure out how to do it. I don't like YouTube. YouTube's confusing. I mean, I love YouTube. It's my YouTube.com slash channel slash U-C-Y-O-R-W-G-U-Z-D-3-Z-B-S-H-I-G-H-I-N-J-W. I'll tell you what. By 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 midnight tonight, it'll be macrosinc.net slash YouTube. It's flipping better be. Yeah, that's what I'll do. So tomorrow, you can go to macrosinc.net slash YouTube, and Brad's going to hit me with his goggles. Um, and we do have some exclusive content coming to the YouTube channel. So I highly recommend you check it out. Um, Hannah Clausen is going to be having a complete series to her own of her own called the macro minute with Hannah Clausen. Oh, I love it. Uh, it's going to be great. She is, uh, we are, we are filming the first, uh, episode oh, no. this weekend and it will be, she is filming cause I'm in Chicago and she's in Canada. My, my goggles just broke. <laughs> If anybody doesn't know, Brad's been talking about these goggles nonstop for like for a week. Uh, yeah, it's been. Look at these goggles, my gosh. Also, I'm waiting on a few logistics things to get squared away, but we will be doing the morning Joe. Morning Joe. And then we are uh, we're going to be in the works of increasing our nighttime one for Macros uh, MI Live primetime. Um, and we are, that one will have a couple more guests from the fitness industry in it. Um, somebody said, uh, Jay, you do need a backdrop. I always think that that's a can of whipped cream behind you. No, it's I think it's really a rocket. It's a, it's a spaceship. Yeah. You're a spaceship. Yeah. yeah. It's a spaceship. See? It's a spaceship. And the detachable booster engines, like, it's legit. How are those attached? Little bricks on the side. Oh, so Julie said, this is why we can't have nice things, Brad. Yeah, it's also why you don't buy $19 goggles off of Facebook <laughs> after you've been drinking wine on a Friday or Saturday. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to answer emails for the rest of the day like this. So if you guys get an email from me today, realize I'm probably wearing these goggles. 
I know what I'm going to do, Brad. I'm going to get a desk and I'm going to put the desk, a, a small desk right here, like an executive desk. And then I'll, I'll, the backdrop will be my major, my big desk. Cause I have a really big desk, but it's stupid because nobody can see it. Can you, let's scratch that. Can you set your office up so it looks like the Oval Office? Um, so I can't. Like a, like a desk with flags behind you and like a window backdrop. That would be awesome. So, I mean, right here in my desk, going to be framed, here is a, a copy of the concept of the Declaration of Independence. The Herbie Hancock sign thing. Here is a rough draft of the Declaration of Independence by Thomas Jefferson. And here is a Betsy Ross feather uh, flag that has been aged. So I do have all the stuff to do. I'm telling you, man, you need it. I know I need to. I just I'm lazy and don't have time to do it. But I do have all of that stuff. I also have a a teddy bear that I've had since I was born up in my desk. So you guys can see that when you're when I flip everything around. Boom. All right. I think we're done. All right. Let's do it. All right. Have a good one. Everybody have a good weekend. Thanks for coming. Thanks so much for checking out this episode of Am I Live, a podcast from Macros Inc. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate it. Until next time.